Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, this is Aina, as always, and I have a guest on today. It's Connor Hegarty. Um, so, Connor, I'll just leave it over, over to you to just a quick introduction for people that don't know you. So, thanks, Aina. It's probably been a while before we got around to this, but appreciate you having me on. Um, look, I suppose I'm just your average 23, 24-year-old from Cork. Um, and I think I just, the last lockdowns i think i just managed to get on top of myself i think i at the start last year i was 21 and a half stone um and i think between the jigs and reels just absolutely fed up with fed up with going through emotions and putting up a stone every year like i've been overweight all of my life um i was even thinking back at some, looking back at some of the pictures from ga club um years ago and jesus like i was an extra large um shirts and stuff for my confirmation so like i've been big all my life and just thought never get out of it so um last year i just managed to pull myself together make the benefits take the benefits out of the lockdowns and stuff like that and ended up losing 10 stone in 10 months so uh drastic changes in one year i never thought i'd get there never thought i'd see the numbers i'm seeing on scales or even personally feeling so much better healthier happier everything um so that's that's me that's me in a nutshell uh, it's really really impressive and it's like it's how i came i don't know i think it was on instagram or something i just saw your account it was like 10 stone in 10 months this is fucking insane i saw the pictures and then was yeah just, i have to say fair play like you know what i mean credit where it's due and then got yeah, to know you and then after a while i think I, I see a lot of people have your pages become a bit more popular now and stuff and you said you're on um was it Operation Transformation or RTE or something recently as well? Uh, yeah, I was on um, RTE last last weekend. It was uh, just a quick, what, a two minute segment on where I started. Like you could see me wobbling um, and all my jiggly bits wobbling on the 5K run they did last year. And like, I even just looking back at myself, I can't believe how big I was, to be honest with you. So yeah. I think uh, just bad to see how far i've come seeing myself on the tv and not seeing a, a huge gut in front of myself um, yeah. where, where i'm there chopping my leaps but uh, no it's been it's been weird the last couple of days it's mad how people have, have latched on to the story i mean when i put up the first picture initially um I, someone screenshotted it and put it on reddit and it generally got like what is it got 60 or seventy thousand likes in the space of like two hours on reddit i'm not sure how reddit works like but it's just yeah. funny how people latched on to it like uh, but yeah, no, it's been mad. I mean, for for me, it was just a normal journey, and then for people Everyone just see, else. yeah, yeah, for people just to see it from a completely different perspective and latch onto it, it's been great. It's been weird, but it's been great. Yeah, I think I think it's um, you seem very like modest when it comes to it, but I think like a lot of people really struggle with weight loss, especially like if they have a considerable amount to lose, you know, over kind of two, three stone let alone like 10 stone it's very hard to like lose and keep down and not necessarily keep down entirely but we'll kind of talk about that as well but just to get yourself to a healthy place like in a short space of time and to actually achieve it is something that people struggle with their whole lives like so it's really impressive yeah. you've achieved that at such a young age as well like you know um yeah do you like how like was there was there a time when you started piling on weight for you or do you think was it kind of like you're saying always something that you you struggled with i uh, look i went up a stone every year like on my birthday we'd weigh ourselves and we've gone up another stone which is like oh right 
no hassle. It was just normal. Like, there's no fear. I didn't actually care. Like, yeah. Um, went through college. Obviously, you start drinking or whatever. You start putting on the weight with all the calories in Heineken and what call it the good stuff. Oh my god, the Jaeger bombs. I can't even imagine how many of them and how many calories I drank in Jaeger bombs down through the years. Like, yeah. um, and then got working and. You know, I was living at home for college, so I was reasonably refined. I wasn't eating crap. I was still eating good food at home, but got work and went up to Dublin and got the freedom of having to cook and live with yourself and, you know, in your own house and being so close to takeaways and shops and pubs and everything. I just absolutely ballooned. And I think um, I'd say I put up the best of four stone in about a year and a half in my first year and a half working. Like that's it sounds ridiculous. But like between drink at the weekends or yeah. literally eating the worst food imaginable and coming home and eating uh, Doritos and a couple of packet of biscuits on the way home. Like it was just absolutely normal. Never took any notice of it. Yeah. And, you know, we don't, we don't have anything else to do. Like, so I lost touch with, say, Jay and there was nothing to keep me going on a Tuesday and a Thursday night. So I... Didn't notice the weight boiling on. There were just extra nights that I could eat more sweets. Like so, that's literally how it happened. I just ballooned. Like I'm not even quite sure how it happened. Like it just it didn't matter. I actually personally didn't really care. It was like when you're in that sort of zone, it doesn't really matter. You just buy yourself a new set of shirts the next time when you grow out of it and you walk into work for a fresh set of shirts and you look great again. <laughs> like that's how it worked. Like it was just a pure rush, and it's impossible. It seems impossible at the time to get yourself out of it. Like yeah. So I know I, I've never struggled with like a lot of weight gain myself or anything. It's more been kind of the other way for me. But I know there was a period in time when I was in America for I was in I was in America for a month. And in the space of a month, I put on over a stone in a month. And, you know, I came back and remember I was swollen and I looked at myself and was like, OK, that like something needs to change here. But it was just like you said, it's so easy how quick it can happen as well. I just loved food. I was eating like so much there was like macaroni burgers, like you name it. I had everything in America, international house of pancakes. Like and when there's so much of that around, but it's very easy to just get caught up in eating it. And then, you know, you're in holiday mode or, you know, that can last for, for ages. I think for people, you're just in, in the mode where you don't want to do anything. And people actually wouldn't let me go to the gym or walk, like go places. They're like you're on holidays, relax, like, you know, and uh, very easy. Like, I like even still, like I still love food. Like I could probably eat a slice pan. If you, if you give me a toaster, slice pan and a stick of butter I'll probably eat it all to you like it's just like still the same thing like it's, it's gonna happen just yeah controlling yourself a bit more but yeah I uh, look even at Christmas I put up a few pounds but big deal we'll get it back yeah. down again exactly. that's it. it's Christmas you enjoyed yourself like you know oh I did I I'm not gonna lie it never the roses never tasted sweeter like yeah. oh my god <laughs> um how did you like how did you know it was kind of time to lose weight like what was the what was the thing that the yeah. I'd love to say there was a huge light bulb moment, yeah. but I, I really, I don't think you need one, number one, to have to change your life around, but there's just so many things thinking back at that I never actually acknowledged that were an issue. Like, I didn't tie down, I didn't bend down to tie my laces, like that sounds ridiculous. I used to slip my, my shoe off, even if it was in the middle of Grafton Street, a busy street, I'd slip my shoe off and I'd put it, tie it in my hands and slip it back on. That's <laughs> ridiculous. Like, and uh, we were in America, it was one of the bigger ones would have been, we were in America and we were running between two different planes and like, and I mean, <laughs> it was 500 meters, maybe a kilometer max between the two 
the air, the what you call them, lanes, wherever the planes take off. And uh, I was, I was finished. Like I was done. I barely made it. The lads had to, like, <laughs> say, right, he's coming. Just give him another minute. And like you hop on the plane and you're sweating. I actually don't think I could breathe properly for the first hour on the plane. Like it's ridiculous. And then you sit down and you're tight and the belts are tight. It's just stuff like that. And like Jesus, the train from Cork to Dublin, I used to be able to fall down the table. Like, because and like I had to fall down the table because I had chocolates and I had crisps that I needed to put on in front of me, but I couldn't fall it down. So I was just stuck on top and the crisps would fall in. Like it's ridiculous. Like there was one day at work. I, don't, I actually haven't said it yet, to be honest with you. But there was one day at work, I was sitting down and I just heard a ping. And I was like, what is that? And another ping two minutes later, I was like, what the hell is that happening here? Two buttons gone in the shirt. Oh my God. I had to put them back together with two paper clips. And like, I checked in my bag because I normally used to keep a jumper in my bag just in case anything had happened. No jumper. Walked home like a bloody idiot on the Lewis. Like, you know. Oh my God. Like so many different things, but absolutely none of them made me make the decision until I woke up on the, like the 1st of January and it's like, holy God, like what have you done? Like it's just, I just saw myself like topless and the mirror and it's like, what have you done, mate? So um, thankfully one of my friends convinced me to go to the gym. We signed up for a program. Um, that obviously got cut short with COVID. But like even just get into the swing of the habits and stuff like that, they're just ballooned into where I am now. <laughs> like it's it loved it loved to say there was a light bulb moment, but ah uh, geez, I can probably think of hundreds of times over the last year where, <laughs> where I didn't even care. Like hundreds of just kind of warning signs that you did you just passed off on. Like um... yeah. I like ridiculous, like yeah, yeah I, I I wore the same clothes on the night out for about four years of college, like. It's ridiculous. Like I became known for like two separate jumpers. It's like I didn't care because they're the only ones that fit me. So that was ridiculous. Like <laughs> mad. Um, that that kind of reminds me of a, a time as well. I was chasing between. Was in London last, not last year now because we're in a new year, but two years ago now. Uh, I was in London and we were we were running late for a flight and I had to peg it through the airport and I had like a load of camera gear with me and a heavy bag. And I was out of breath, you know, and I know I can I can feel that experience there as well. I was like, you know, this is the one time you need to get there on time. Sweating. There was another guy with me as a PT as well. He was miles ahead of me because, you know, he does BJJ. He's big into his cardio. I obviously neglected cardio for a long time. And uh, like, you know, he just he sprinted ahead of me anyway. I, I was like panicking, you know, thinking I was going to miss the flight. Sweating, just taking ages to get my breath back. Eventually got there and the flight was delayed for like 20 minutes. So there's no yeah. rush, um, but the it's same. Only, it's the, only when you actually think you're going to have a, a real life an impact on yeah. your actual life is the problem. Like. I didn't actually care though if I missed the flight. I was like, look, I'll just book one tomorrow. But it was, it was not having the ability to like get there fast enough that um, yeah. it was it was it was a bit frightening for me. And that's not even you know I don't struggle big big time with my weight, but I was like I need to focus on my health a bit more. You know, cardio side of things. Um, yeah. The, the same morning, the reason we were late. The same morning we went out to buy, it was staying in my aunt's house, went out to buy her flowers, uh, walked out to the shop, bought her flowers, came back, she wasn't home, went to open the door of her house, the key broke in half in the door, our suitcases were inside the house, tried ringing her, she was on an English phone, we were on an Irish phone, um, couldn't get through to her, it turned out she was at, at the graveyard visiting um, 
just visiting someone I knew because it was a yearly kind of yeah. remembrance day or whatever it was on that day. And we could not get through to her. And we were just panicking, standing outside the door, you know, have we had like two hours till the flight or something. We're a good bit away from the airport. And all of a sudden this nun walks up and an Irish nun, it turned out to be. And she said, boys, do you know where, uh, you know, I th- it was something like St. Patrick's Cemetery is. And we were like, we, to be honest, we were like, we don't know where, uh, we're, we're, we don't know where anywhere is like, but we can Google maps yeah. and, and find out. So we looked it up and, and she was telling us, then we kind of walked her a bit of the way. And she was telling us, oh, yeah, it's, you know, it's uh, Remembrance there, whatever. And that's when it dawned us, like, shit, that's probably where my aunt is. So we walked her to the cemetery and then found her eventually and got home. And that continued yeah. into that mad panic of just nearly missing the flight and stuff. But it was yeah. very funny. There's a, there's a graveyard up the road from us. Like, it's literally 500 metres up the road. And I can count on one hand how many times I could walk the 500 metres up the road in right. my whole entire life until this year. Like, it's... It's like you know these little things when you like you you walk to the graveyard or you could walk to yeah you could walk to the airplane like it's when you realize oh god like I never did that and that was so easy and achievable if I just put in a bit of work like yeah and do you think do you think it was kind of a case of like because you always struggled with your weight you didn't really know what you were missing out on until you have it like oh yeah I mean like I didn't really care like just, you know like everything was a bit of false confidence you know you if if you're going out your nights out obviously you're 21 now so on you like it's terrible like there's no point saying otherwise you just drink in excess and you get over it and you don't worry about it you do it again the next day um when you're like what do you miss out on like i can't even like the big thing i used to hate was i used to think i was good at the j but i was always too heavy do you know what i mean i had a good touch but i was always too heavy but getting older then and you're falling away and you're sitting on the bench like those things play in your mind like and you're just thinking geez i just love to get five minutes here but i'm i wouldn't put myself on onto the team like so those things play in your mind but like to be honest with you it was all solved by eating food <laughs> it was no fine saying otherwise i didn't care like started again the next day it's not as if i felt so bad the next day that i didn't want to do that again and they wanted to change it's just not i'll just have some food here now and we started yeah, like food is just the comfort thing, like ah, uh, ridiculous. Like, but you know, just lots of famous takeaways down here in Cork. It's very easy. Just get on board and just eat them, and no hassle, all sorted. It's just such a rush to get into. Ah, uh, I mean, I I can't even begin to describe it. Like, yeah. Um, how did you? Sorry, what like when you're kind of losing weight and and stuff? Like, was there a big when you decided, like, you know, January 1st, was that, that was 2020, January 1st, was it? Yeah, yeah. Was there, like, a big why behind it, do you think? Like, and was there something you referred back to along the way, like, like you know, to keep you going? It's literally those things, like, jeez, you'd love to go out and you'd love to put on a nice shirt. Like, the simple things, like, you don't need to, like, I, I just, you don't need to say, I want to claim... Mount Everest I want to bloody do a marathon or anything like that I just wanted to put on a nice shirt on the night out I wanted to not have to drink what was it 10 points before I could have a bit of a laugh not like <laughs> see like like not be the guy who gets that extra Big Mac in the takeaway on the night out like there's just little things like that you know there's when I we were in holidays 
in America as well. And like, I couldn't do a skydive. Like that, that was four years ago. I, I didn't really care. Like it didn't matter to me at the time. I was just fat and that was it. Well, like little things like that, that you just, I just would have liked to have done them, do you know, but I didn't really care at the time. But every time you think back on it and you're like, fuck it, I, could, I tied my shoe. Like, as I was saying to it before, like I used to be able to tie my shoe on my foot because it just used to kill me to bend down. Like, but like, I said, bend down and tie my shoe. And I'm like, Jesus, you've come a long way just by tying your shoe. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's ridiculous. So little things like, like that like nothing huge like that's what the next thing would be like obviously may factor j18 you know short well i'm still i'm crap i've lost all my skills but i'm fit <laughs> so that's the main thing but yeah you feel like you'd have yeah. a better chance now um yeah. yeah so there's no like big why it was just multiple things thinking back on like you don't want to be that person anymore basically like no i mean look it, i probably if you're going to be if you're going to be really honest when i was in a really when I was in the rush, a very negative person. I was still, like, no offense in other words, that's probably just maybe slightly my personality that, that, you know, as an Irish people, you might see the negative side of things, but, like, yeah. I just couldn't see a positive in many things. Yeah. It was, and it's, it's such, you get told about it, and people that acknowledge it, and you're just like, yeah, but, but, you know, whatever, like, I'm just not in that headspace to think about it. Like, I could see myself say, end of January like I was a different person the end of February completely different person so much more positive like if there's not a chance I'd have talked to you random person yeah. Yeah. like to, who was a month ago a random person to me not a chance I'd have talked to you in 2019 like you wouldn't I wouldn't have been bothered about it I just let your message go you know unseen and I wouldn't even have the energy or confidence to talk like so it's completely different like just seeing yeah. those changes and see how far you've come like I like, I always say I give myself a pat in the back when I think I do that I did something slightly different to what I would have done for the for fat ego, I call them. Um so like whether that's the tying your shoelace or talking to somebody new. So talking to somebody on the road when you pass them, like give yourself a pat in the back and be like, you wouldn't have done that a year ago. Like yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. that's they're the things that keep driving you on. Yeah. And they're they're like they're small things as well, but it's like you know, for someone, even for myself, I would, I'm, I'm somewhere in between a quiet and an outgoing person, but I'd be walking on the roads and I know in previous years, because of anxiety and depression and things, I wouldn't have a notion of saying hi to someone random. Whereas, you know, my walks now the last while, I go out of my way to say hi, especially if they're older people, you know, how are you getting on? And I know for a fact, I could be the only person there talking to that, that day, but that's just down to me being able to and having the confidence to do that. And like you said, give yourself a pat on the back for them little things and slowly you just get better at being the person you kind of want to be and, you know, being just happier, more positive and stuff, but it takes a bit of time. Um, yeah, yeah. I think you said it there, like it's happier, more positive, like it's not, it doesn't really matter about the number in the scale. Like, no, that, like that, that's a big thing, but it's, you've said yourself, you're a completely different person. Like, you know, your whole life seems to have changed in the space of a year. Yeah, yeah. I sleep so much better as well. Like, I used to snore like a train. I used to wake up in the middle of the night with my own, with snoring, like, yeah, you know, you just wake yourself up. That's mental, like, and, like I don't, I sleep better now, and that just because I don't snore, and that just makes you get up that bit earlier the next day, and you feel so much better and happier. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's all just a snowball effect. Like, yeah, big time. Um, would there be any like, are you kind of big into quotes or at all? Would there be any quotes that kind of kept you going on the the tougher days? I'm not going to lie, right? And I think that's where I'm slightly different to some of the people on Instagram. Yeah. Um is that I actually 
never had to rely on them. So I, I think of myself as being uninspirationally inspirational is the way I nearly put it. Just being average, being consistently average as well. Like they're the sort of two ways I put myself. So like you can see the likes of the David Goggins is there who yeah. puts, puts himself out there for two months, starves himself and gets there. Like fair play, that works for you, you know. Yeah. that's great but it's not going to work for a normal person who's working their nine-to-five job like i there's obviously the, the little things in their head like you, you'd hear something cool like they might spur you on for five minutes but they don't keep you going through the trenches when you're running in the dark and cold of the winter nights like so for me it's literally just being consistent every day and just being like right <laughs> i'm gonna have my porridge that i've had for the last 300 plus days like that's going to set me up for success not if i hear a fancy quote like that's yeah, that's the way I, I suppose with that as well it's it's kind of like you said like you know you're average you're an average show i guess and you just you're kind of phenomenally average you just do the average thing but like repetitively to eventually get to where you want to be but a lot of people on their kind of weight loss journeys are trying to lose weight they get kind of caught up in the fancier things and yeah, really, i mean it's not about that like yeah, apologies. Um, like, I mean, if you want to read your book, like, I, this is probably the same number of like 20, 30? Jesus, I couldn't even tell you. Like, but if, if you read a book and you see, like, st- there's a couple of stages, like the lifecycle reading book, you buy it, you wait for two weeks to buy the book, right? Put on a couple of pounds, no problem, I'm going to lose that. <laughs> you, you read your book, it takes you two months to read it, you're after going up a couple of pounds again, right? And then you finally finish it, right? What do you need to do? You need to implement the bloody thing. And by the time you finish it, you've absolutely no willpower because you've used it up and trying to read a bloody book for the last three months. Yeah. That's the way I look at it, like, personally. So I didn't read one book. I didn't, I personally didn't meditate once. I personally didn't get up at 5 a.m. once. Like, yeah. you know, these are all great habits that I would love to pick up going forward now that I have so much more energy and have so much more time in the day. But, like, when you're in this sort of rush of... <laughs> doing what I was doing, anything is an improvement. Yeah. Like yeah. anything. It's the little one percents like, um, and the small things, like what would have been kind of the small things, small changes, especially at the start for you? Like, you know, I'll, I'll let you go. Yeah. yeah. I look, you can go from zero to hundred, like there's no point in saying what it was like. That's everyone's diets who's tried and failed. They went from not walking to, exercising seven days a week like so yeah. literally start out with two or three days a week like and then i enjoy it now so i exercise five days a week but it's not a chore anymore it's i'm actually doing it because i would rather exercise them than watch tv for an hour i mean one of the easiest things i've ever done and the best decision i ever made was to give up flat white coffees it sounds ridiculous but yeah. in the first generation said i'm not having a flat white coffee that's 200 odd calories that you're saving every day yeah like and a lot of people have four or five coffees a day, so that's that's a thousand calories, you know. Yeah, and you're saving what is it, three thirty in Dublin for a flat white, like so, like you're saving the money then as well, like like simple things like that. There's no point in saying, "Oh, right, tomorrow first of January, I'm gonna have porridge with uh, chia seeds and all this great stuff." Like, you know, there's no way I keep that up. Like, so it's little sustainable changes, like the the coffees, the getting getting out of bed in the morning is huge like for me to get out of bed i'm still not there like it's easy to follow the habits like 
But for me to get out of bed, I have to put my phone at the other side of the room. Like my phone's my alarm. So put it at the other side of the room. And to turn off my alarm, I have to physically get out of bed and turn it off. Yeah. Like little changes like that is so ridiculous. Like if you are one of these people who is full of motivation, you shouldn't have to do something like that. Do you know what I mean? But like we're all human beings. We're inherently flawed. Like So you've just got to trick yourself into doing something that's positive for yourself for the rest to set yourself up for one day like don't plan one week ahead I, i'm only planning for the next day and just mm-hmm. putting one successful day in front of another successful day and then that spirals like yeah sorry completely forgot what you asked now but. <laughs> day at a time. it was just it was that it was just what, what kind of small things like did you start off with because it's very easy to look at like where you are now and you know the fact that you're out running you're training you know exercising in some shape four or five days a week you're eating pretty well you have knowledge of calories but it's like you know where did you start what did you start with yeah i mean like mm-hmm. one of the easiest things to do it's probably i'm not sure, not even sure there's a hashtag is neat up 24 7 i think it's one of james smith's buddies hashtags um it's literally just about getting moving so whether you're moving someone messaged me last night saying that they do it they dance around their kitchen yeah i saw and, the, the the post you put up because i do the exact same thing if i'm very low on steps but last night i saw yours and i was like i have a step target of just a goal it's just 10 10k a day for me because i know that that's something that's achievable for me and i want to do that you know um yeah i saw yours i mean it was about walking around the table yeah i mean like Getting getting active and get, hitting your ten k steps is, is all about just getting your, your like getting your body moving like getting active. But like somebody messaged me to say like right she doesn't do her ten k but she does a dance in her kitchen every day. That's re- like it's a ridiculous thing, right? To dance around her kitchen, but like she's just moving. Like, yeah, this yeah. is burning calories. Like and she's and enjoying it. There's exactly. no harm in it. And find, yeah. find something you enjoy. The body craves movement as well. Like you know, absolutely craves yeah. it. Um, oh well it does crave the coach as well now you know i'm not gonna lie it's very <laughs> once you start moving it craves movement once you stop moving it craves stopping movement you know your body will do everything it can to stay in a calorie surplus and have extra fat just in case you run out of food which will never happen in our lifetime um exactly your body is kind of going against you yeah. you do have to be a bit motivated i think and try to pluck up some sort of motivation even on the the tougher days and things um would there be any advice like that you would give to yourself maybe like five years ago now? Start now. Like yeah. I could have had like say what it's two o'clock today now. And at this stage at five years ago, I could have had uh, a couple of cans of Luxator or whatever in the morning already, like just pure eating crap. But I, I wouldn't say I'd start tomorrow, I'd start right now. Yeah. Because like it, it, the little changes. So if you don't have one can of Lucozade or one can of Coke today. That's better than having two cans, do you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, the, the, like it's, it's such a really ridiculous thing, just make small changes and get there. Like, what I would say is your, say for me, I ended up being ballooning so much more that obviously to get from 21 and a half stone down, 10 stone down, it's a lot harder than if I started losing weight when I was 15 or 16 stone, I would have been an easy fix. Right. But like do something sustainable and, you know, don't give up your carbs. Don't give up your keto diet. You know, don't go no faster. 
it's their ridiculous diets like they might work for a small space of time but they're not going to work for you in the long term like um and just literally like you've got your it's probably more young people that i'm really focused like would see me maybe as somewhere they can aspire to like um, emulate not to be um, <laughs> just emulate the journey but um like your whole 20s or your whatever your college experience like geez yeah. i enjoyed that so much more like yeah. so much more if i started when i was in fifth year or sixth year of school like, like it would have been i would have i think i'd have been a completely different person than i am right now yeah if i yeah it's just crazy to think back on that but, but at the same time, all of that experience has shaped you into who you are now as well. And the fact that you're on this podcast now and, or <laughs> and everything, you know, so some things do happen for a reason. But yeah, don't put it off till tomorrow or Monday. Like, you know, you're listening to this. You, if you feel like you know that you need to change, like start right now. You know, like you said, have, you know, instead of three cans of Coke today, have two. And that is a, that's a small step. Instead of three spoons of sugar in your tea, have two. You know, slowly bring things down. Um, and just small, simple changes over time, not anything drastic. Don't cut out carbs, you know, don't cut out fucking pizza, pasta, like good food. Like why would you want to go the rest of your life without eating it? Does it even sound possible to do that? No. So why would you think it would work? Do you know? No. Um, like there's, there's so much better, even if you can't give up, like if you can't give up bread, there's thin slices of bread out there. If you can't, like I still love bread and I eat bread nearly every day. Like yeah. if you can't give up ice cream, Get yourself those halo tops or yeah, get yourself a low calorie version like just be smarter like yeah you know? or even even something i actually love ice cream and uh you know maybe this time last year i was probably eating and it sounds funny to me right now like and i'm i've been a pt for years but i've been eat, i was eating a tub of ben and jerry's every night like not the lower calorie one like just going through a whole tub because you know you'd be halfway through and you're like i'm not going to leave the rest back so you just finish it um and that's an extra thousand thousand two hundred three hundred calories slowly but surely i started getting out of shape and was in a place where i was like okay i need to cop on because i was focusing on my clients and neglecting my own kind of you know my own goals and, and body and stuff um yeah, i think you i think you're right there though like there's you know there's a packet there the size of the packet makes a huge well, difference it does. and that that brings me to what i did now i was in tesco two days ago and bought hagen daz there's a four pack but they're mini tubs i think they're two or three hundred calories they're really small but they sound yeah. they're all caramel flavors and they sounded lovely and we're going to eat one of them i haven't had one yet still in the freezer um, willpower yeah but like i mean like you probably even if you end up eating it what harm you would have ate that if you had a bigger tub like just no shame in it yeah. but like you'd probably feel a lot easier if you have to open up the second tub won't you exactly yeah but, but the thing is i could eat four of them i could eat four tubs of different flavored ice cream and still have have eaten less calories than a tub of Ben and Jerry's, yeah, exactly. and Jerry's. But there is other options, like you said there, like, you know, maybe it starts with your shopping, you know, and the size, the portion sizes. I'm not saying not to eat ice cream, but maybe go for the minier ones, maybe instead of like a massive bar of chocolate, go for like the smaller ones. And every time you want one, you have to go to the shop to get one. Don't have it sitting around the house because it's just yeah, yeah. to overconsume. Like, delivery from your, your phone, I'd say as well, because I'm lucky I'm in the country here and we can't get any delivery like, I can get a Chinese yeah. thing, that's it. Um, and that that means I have to drive into town. It will take me about 30, 40 minutes to go in and out to get food. And it's cold by the time it comes home. You know, so same. it's not as easy to get for me. Yeah. I look, same here. Like, we moved back. When I was in Dublin, the easiest thing was to do was, to, as you said, force yourself to have to go to the shop. You probably you probably spend more money buying a single bar versus a multi-pack, yeah. which is deter you, hopefully, a bit more. 
Um, but now I'm in the countryside. I have to plan in advance and I have to buy my snacks um, for a week ahead when I go shopping. And like, I buy six bars. <laughs> that's it. Like, if I buy seven, I'm going to eat seven. Do you know what? This, yeah. That's what I want for a week. Like, just, you know, put it in the stash that somewhere you don't pass every day. Like, if I pass the cupboard, I'm going to open it. Like, yes. So, you know, put it somewhere where you have to physically go your way to get it. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And, that's a, it's reminded me of um, Atomic Habits. And I don't know if you've heard that, read that. You seem, you sound like you haven't read any books on, on anything that helped you so far. But, um, oh. you, know, like, you know, with habits, like in order to make, you want to make the, you want to make the more like negative ones kind of like uglier, less convenient out of the way. And you want to make the good habits, you know, prettier, more convenient and, and in your face nearly. So like, you know, when it comes to going for a run, it's like have your gym bag ready to go near you at all times. Have your, yeah. your headphones charged so that they're not dead and you're like, oh, I'm not going without my music. Little things like that. Um, and then when it comes yeah. to, like, you know, your batter habits, even like it could be smoking, it could be whatever. Keep them further away. Keep them out of the way. You know, have less of them and there's less kind of... Yeah. Like, you nearly start, you could nearly write a book on yourself, like, to be honest with you, about what your habits are. So... Like I couldn't get out of bed because my feet were cold. Right, write that down. Next day, put on put on socks. Right, if you is it if you want to do your workout. So home workouts are they're tough. Like no points in otherwise they're tough. I'd rather be in the gym. Like I'd rather not have to be in the gym. <laughs> but if I have to do anything, I'd rather be in the gym. Um, so like my yoga mats are sitting on the floor, and I see them. They're almost like they're not rolled up in the corner. They're sitting on the floor, so I see them, and I I'll be like, all right, I have to do a workout today, and at starting out no pointing otherwise i sat down on my yoga mat with my clothes on for five minutes for for a whole week no moving sat down scroll through instagram for a whole week and it's just like the second week i was like oh my god you are some lazy slob would you not just do the bloody exercise <laughs> yeah, that that was the small step though like you know i've talked with this podcast on this podcast about it before as well about like you know people that are kind of too afraid to go to the gym or it seems very daunting like to even start by like joining up that's the first step you have that done pat yourself in the back next step is getting inside the gym door you don't even have to train don't do anything walk in look at it walk out next day come in do five minutes on the treadmill walk in walk out 10 minutes eventually you'll get to a place where you're actually enjoying it you're up at 20 minutes 30 minutes you know you're at a place that's manageable for you and enjoyable and uh, it's like that you have to start small don't throw yourself straight in the deep end and tried to yeah. do an hour, an hour and a half in the gym and be like, this sucks. And then, you know, never come back again. Be the guy who builds the habit of going to the gym rather than, yeah. than be the guy who goes to the gym, you know? Exactly. You'll get to be the guy who goes to the gym. You just need to go there first. <laughs> yeah. Um, would there be any, I'm going to kind of wrap it up pretty soon just because I don't, I don't, uh, I have a tendency to talk way too long on these podcasts. Um, is there any kind of hacks, I suppose, that you have that like would set yourself up for success on a day-to-day basis? And I'm not saying you're succeeding every day, but what what things do you do to help you have a better chance at success, I suppose, every day? Yeah. I oh, look, there's more days. There's probably more days where you're not successful. Yeah. But it's just not dwelling on, say, if I was unsuccessful yesterday. Like, if I had something bad yesterday, I put that in the back of my mind. I What I've started doing recently is I've, been writing down in my diary what I did good or did bad so if I had an extra bar I'd write that down just as a reminder for myself that look that's what I did yesterday it doesn't have to happen today but and for me it's 
step one is lay out your clothes the night before like so you're already thinking about what you're doing the next day um get out for your walk say i start work at nine o'clock in the morning i don't get out of bed at 5 a.m i get out of bed at eight o'clock ten past eight not ridiculously early and just go for a quick walk in the morning like yeah. get a couple of thousand steps up um you're already flying then better mood um i know what i'm eating i sort of plan what i'm eating I'm on a little food plan and i don't necessarily get hungry because your hunger comes in cycles of like three hours or so and you're just going to feel automatically hungry but for me if i know what i'm eating like i know i'm having my porridge in the morning having a snack at 11. i know it's there so if i get hungry at half 10 i just want to say right look it's there yeah wait till 11 like so yeah. i know there's chocolate in my planets at like nine o'clock or at five o'clock just wait <laughs> yeah. little things like that of just anticipating anticipate your own habits mm-hmm. and your own mental cues of when you need to get something and just sort of try and hold on to them a bit and if, if you do manage to last a half an hour of waiting for your chocolate give yourself a pat in the back it's a great step and you know? it's going to taste better as like well that. yeah and like for me like the only book i have started reading is james smith's um not a diet book i'm actually finding it really interesting yeah about calories in and calories out and just literally the calories are nearly the ultimate decider at the end of the day so for me it's for me to control my calories i cook every sunday like every sunday and i have my four meals made for to thursday my four main meals and then every thursday night i cook my main meals again until the end of sunday like and I don't ever see myself reaching for a takeaway on Saturday night because I don't have something cooked and I couldn't be arsed. It's made, it's easier for me to go to the fridge than go to your bloody takeaway. Yeah. So like, set yourself up a couple of days in advance or the night before, rather than trying to wait on your willpower on the day, on the minute. Willpower's limited, like. Yeah. Well, you're very hungry. Like one thing I, I stopped doing is going to the shop um, on an empty stomach, like when I'm doing my food shop. Because it changes my decision making entirely. Like, I'll throw everything yeah. under the sun into the trolley. But when I go full, I'm like, okay, I'll have a little bit of chocolate that I want to eat in the week or the small tubs of Hagen Daz or whatever ice cream. But it's eighty yeah. percent, you know, veg, fruit. It's bagels, uh, you know, butter, cheese, whatever it may be. Like, you know, and I'm not restricting things. It's just like, okay, I have to set myself up for success here. If I bought eighty percent chocolate, what am I going to eat throughout the week? Eighty percent chocolate, you know. And then I'm going to be hungry because I wasn't full from eating enough fruit, veg. Um, I'm going to be ordering crap, like. Yeah, I mean, look, find what works for you. But like, for me, it was very easy to say, right? I'm going to cut back my chocolate or whatever. To that makes common sense. But like, as you progress, for someone who's gone, like, I can notice it nearly easier than most people because they came so fast. Well, like, January last year, 2020, I hated blueberries with a passion, and now I could eat a punnet of blueberries in a sitting. Yeah. just because they're nicer than chocolate yeah. so you will actually start enjoying some of these things yeah <laughs> and like you still you're still going to have your treats like but you're going to start enjoying some of these good things too like, T- taste buds develop as well like uh, this is coming from someone that like i eat nearly everything under the sun except for except for ketchup and mushrooms and kiwis because i'm allergic to them but basically i'll try an- anything else like um and i used to be the kind of person that only ate pasta and cheese nothing else absolutely nothing else um, yeah. I thought like there was never a chance of me eating anything else but you do like I slowly started making myself it's like I need to cop on here you know I can't just rely on pasta and stuff and I started eating you know one veg at a time broccoli first you know um, 
used to hate onions now i love onions but it's only because i i you know try them put them on my my food for flavor and eventually you love these foods like one of my saddest habits it's a nearly shameful to admit but i have broccoli cooked in the fridge for my dinner and there's always a bit extra if i'm hungry i'm going to eat a broccoli isn't that that's a shameful habit nearly like i'd nearly rather have some broccoli than chocolate because i know i feel better for it it actually fills me more like yeah <laughs> a shameful habit nearly like it's, it's weird to admit it but yeah it's i mean it's mad how you develop but i'm the same it. i'm the same with blueberries though like i'll have i have two big packs of blueberries in the fridge and i'll have them as a snack even though i might want a yogurt that's you know two three hundred calories in there but i'm like i'm not going to feel full i'll want a second yogurt that's 600 calories i'll have a yeah. handful or two handfuls of blueberries you know and they taste class yeah um, yeah ah. Yeah, so I suppose just kind of the last question, I finished the podcast with this question. I think you might have heard on Paddy's one if you listen to that. What does happiness mean to you? I did, I did. And I must say, give a shout out to that man. What? He's an inspiration. Never. I think, like, I thought I had a perfectly average journey to get where I am, but that man has gone through a lot of things and he's been very good so definitely recommend giving him a follow if you haven't already if you haven't heard that podcast and you're listening to this one it's similar but he had his own different kind of story and struggles and it's it's very motivating just and you've all you've already heard that i do not read or listen to motivational stuff so if i found that good i'm sure you the rest of you found it like good but um we so yeah i heard it i heard you so happiness to me is literally to be honest which i wrote it down in my notes but it's just taking the day by day and not worrying about the little things like it's it putting one six one success in front of another like and just moving forward like it's very easy to get um down down the dumps and just start eating all of your crap food but like (laughs) live in the moment like there's so many different things that you're that you're not that you might be like realize is is a, is such a good thing for you to do like went out there and i went for a run with the dogs followed me down the fields like that's amazing i couldn't have done that a year ago like yeah so living in the moment and just really sit back take deep breath and acknowledge where you are right now and or where you were a year ago or whatever like just like for someone like me who lost 10 stone if you're going to say it, 10 stone feels like a mountain to climb but like if I you talked to me in January, I lost half a stone. I felt bloody amazing after it. Like, yeah. you know, live in the moment and acknowledge where you are right now. Yeah. It's a such a very uninspiring answer. Sorry. But, <laughs> it's, but it, it's literally take the pleasures. Like, lockdown is this lockdown has been tough. Like, yeah. It's tough for everyone. But, like, I don't have a 40 minute commute. So I'm enjoying my walk in the morning where I get fresh air. Like, yeah. That's living in the moment. Yeah, big time, big time. I think there's even in the 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 middle of a global pandemic and lockdown and everything, there's still like a lot of things to be grateful for and happy for. Like you know, um, there just is. I'm not going to list them. You need to try to think of that yourselves, people listening. You know, what are you actually grateful for? Like there's like yourself. I go for a walk every morning. I went for I've a six kilometer walk done there just before. I started this podcast, but then I'm in a much better headspace to even talk about something like this. Um, you know, I've most of my steps done. I've eight thousand steps done for the day. I was out in the fresh air. You know, walking my dog, like yeah. just grateful for the, the the scenery. Like my dog, just walking, listening to yeah. a book. You know, loads of things that I can. I'm able to do that. I'm. I can. Get, I get to do. Not that I have to do the things that yeah. I get to do. Like you know, 
like these help like you're you're you know you're going for a walk right but when we walked this morning i met a guy an old lad from the j club and he said jesus saw you on tv well done and i was holy god you would not have said that to me ever i didn't think you were capable of emotion and you managed you went out of your way to say well done yeah that's that's motivation that's living in the moment just like that means nothing to some people but to me that is the most as good as being on tv or as good as getting yeah 10,000 followers on Instagram just get that little praise from that one person yeah and it's a big help it's a big help um so just kind of where like for people that don't really know you as well where can they find you social media wise yeah not, not your home address now I don't know you'll get a big <laughs> letters now after this through the door um you can find me on hey go get healthy um so I'm probably not one of these guys who's gonna put up motivational posts day by day. I like to put up practical advice and like little hacks that mm. I'm using. And I have to use genuinely. I, I'm not great, uh, blessed with willpower. I'm not blessed with um, being one of these guys who's a natural athlete. I just need to fool myself into to doing all these positive things to, yeah. to better myself. So you follow me in a hiccup gets healthy for some practical advice. I, I mightn't post every single day like some other influencers, but promise what is good up there what is up there is good <laughs> yeah quality over quantity exactly i think anyway so I, I find it very motivating myself your stuff you know um and just the mindset you have and the knowledge around it without reading books and things is just like incredible to me like you know you didn't get, like, get too lost it, it, yeah i mean it's great it's easy to read books about yourself about other people right yeah but you you're fooling yourself you're the person who's doing it so yeah. i know i need to put on my socks to get out of bed yeah. Not no no book. I promise you. Well, I, I presume no book is going to say put on your socks if you feel full. Get out of bed. That's just common sense. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And as well as that, just like you said, with the self help books, I'm big into them. But I'm also like, you know, I was a type person that listened to 10, 15 self help books, but never actually did anything. And I was like, that's a good idea. I'll do that. But then never yeah. did it. Only only kind of the last year or so, I'm really taking the advice. You know that I'm listening to, or I take taking the advice I give to my clients. You know. Kind of yeah. self-love self-care kind of things you know taking time out uh you know taking rest days whatever maybe switching off like all of them things are just as important like but yeah. you can listen to 100 books and you know not gain anything or you can listen to one book and just take action or no books just start taking action john but start today like yeah i mean i'd hate people to think i wasn't an advocate of all of these great things i 100 percent am yeah i just have limited willpower limited time in the day i would love to and i think i'd love to aspire to do them eventually but I know what's needed right now, yeah. not what's needed for me in 10 years' time. So I'm going to focus on how and then worry about let things fall into place. Like, as you said, you are fat, but now you're skinny and this is what made you today. So let things fall into place. Yeah. They'll shape you in 10 years' time. Don't be worried about what you wear in 10 years' time. Though. Exactly. Take it one day at a time. Yeah. Uh, thanks so much for being on the podcast and giving me your time. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of, a, a lot of people should get a lot of, a lot of value out of this. I know I did anyway, so. No problem. As I said, look, hopefully I'm uninspiringly average and that inspires some people to start their own journey and look, you can achieve it. Just, you know, it might take a bit of time, but just stick with it, be consistent and, and you'll get there. Like, yeah. So brilliant. Really appreciate it. And I thought it was great talking to you today. So thanks a million.